Bella Youth and the Young People's Committee would like to acknowledge that this podcast was created on the land of the Wurundjeri Wurrung people of the Kulin Nation. We would like to pay our respects to the spirits, ancestors, elders and community members past, present and emerging. Welcome to the Travelling Podcast. In this series, the Young People's Committee travel to locations around Mooney Valley and ask those aged 12 to 25 who work, live, study or hang out in the area to share their thoughts on the theme happiness. In this episode, we'll be sitting down with Dylan, a 23-year-old in Mooney Valley. He'll be sharing with us his own thoughts and experiences on the matter of happiness. What does happiness look like to you? I don't know, because happiness can't look like anything. Happiness is just a feeling, and feelings can't really be described. So, I don't know, what does happiness... It's just a thing. You can can try and envision and say, oh, if I had this, or if I was this with this person, and or doing this situation. But when you get down to it, you never know how situations will play out. So happiness is just whenever you're in a good mood. Sometimes you're in a good mood and you don't know why. Sometimes you're in a bad mood and you don't know why. Happiness is just whenever it hits you. And what puts you in a good mood? I don't know. I like when things go my way. I like when I'm with the people I know. I like when I'm in control of a situation, not in a dictatorship way, but just in a sense that the situation is mine. I'm in a situation where I'm not disconnected from a conversation, I'm enjoying the conversation, I'm enjoying the activities, and I'm enjoying the people. What kind of conversations do you enjoy? I'm not sure, really. That's the thing. I I don't care for small, light-hearted, fluffy stuff. I like meaty conversations. I prefer to have a long-winded conversation. I prefer to have a debate conversation. And while other people will say, oh, this is boring, or oh, isn't that a bit argumentative, I say, oh, this was fun, this was happy. This was good. Has happiness changed for you over the years? Like thinking about like maybe what made you happy as a kid and you know, is it the same now that you're older? I'd say, well, if it, I don't know if happiness has changed, but more so I've become a lot more self-aware and self-reflective on what happiness is as a concept in general. As a kid or even a younger teenager, I just go with the flow and have what whatever situation came up, I was either happy, sad, and I was quick to respond whether it was a negative outburst or a positive outburst, it was just that. As I've gotten older and I've had a lot more time to think about what situations am I actually enjoying, what do I want, and in a life where I actually have to pursue happiness rather than just letting situations come to me, I've become a lot more self-aware on what I think happiness is, and sometimes when I think I know what it is, I get to a situation and then there are a lot of things that carry it down, and then I go to situations where I think it might not be so good, and then it turns out to be a great experience. Do you think with your ability to self-reflect and be self-aware that you're able to control when you're happy or what makes you happy? Uh, no, I think it's quite, it's the opposite. Self-awareness is not actually a good way of controlling happiness. It's actually a way of pushing away happiness because we overthink, we overanalyze, and that can lead us to become overly cautious 
Whereas happiness comes best when you're not thinking about it. It's like everybody says, just let things come to you. But when you're always self-analyzing, it can be hard to shut that off and just let the situation come by. So really, self-reflection has actually been a detriment to happiness. Can you think of a time when you were you know, truly happy, I guess, in, in all its meanings to you? If, I'd, if I can think of my peak time in life when I was most happy, contrary to what a lot of people would think, I would say it was high school. I always had my friends with me. I always had people I enjoyed talking about what I enjoyed and I enjoyed classes. So I was never having any problems. Sure, at the time I probably thought of certain problems, but looking back, there was a lot of happiness that I still am yearning for now. Whereas now, although I've had happiness, it seems few and far between. I've had moments where I think, oh, this was a really good time. And then I've had moments where I've gone very long amounts of time thinking, okay, when will this just end? Do you think that you have um, more times where you are optimistic as opposed to the times when you're not? In the past few years, I'd say I've been more negative. However, I would also say that in the past few months, I've been a lot more positive compared to, say, the past few years. This f first few months of the year have actually been quite good, despite the fact that nothing really has happened to spark that. Whereas the past two years before it, there was a lot of being there was a lot of unhappiness there was a lot of reflecting on the bad times and not really looking forward and not really thinking ahead so do you think that in being able to look forward and think ahead that that's correlated to you know feeling a bit better about things in life at the moment well i'd say i'd say i'd say i've become I'd say recently I've also become a bit stale where okay I'm happy but I'm not actually it's just kind of a mild happiness. It's not really an excitement or thinking this is a great time. It's just thinking, okay, nothing bad is happening, but that's because I'm not doing anything. Sure, I'm hiding myself away from the bad things, but I'm not really having any good things either. What good things would you like to be happening? I'm not really sure. I keep thinking, okay, do I need more types of different people in my life? I mean, I do have friends that I see regularly and I do, I do have people I see, but at the same time I think, okay, something is missing. Whereas, you know, in the past few times where I've had short classes or when I'm running events, I'm with a crowd where I'm always talking and always having a good time, even though, yeah, there's often times in those classes or events where I do get a lot stressed, do get very stressed out. At the same time, I think these are some of the happiest weeks of my life, and then a class ends and I go back to nothingness and staleness. But what exactly does that mean because that's the thing it's the same problem i've had when i'm at school where okay it was great but the situation was just coming to me whereas as an adult happiness can be a lot more tricky as you have to come find it most of the time do you think that social connection is important for happiness i believe so which others would say that's ironic most people would look at me and say, oh, you're, a very, you're not a very social person, you don't go out much, you probably enjoy your time alone. But the, the contrary fact is, I quite enjoy the happiness that comes with socialising, but it all depends on the type of people I'm around. Whereas I know other people who are quite content to be on their own for hours on end, and 
while I'm quite content in my happiness, there's plenty of times where I think, okay, I could be sharing this game or this TV show with somebody else, and I know for a fact that I'd probably get a lot more fun out if, if there was another person there. Why not share something? You're listening to Mooney Valley's Travelling Podcast. Keep listening to find out other people's ideas and meanings behind happiness. What do you do to make other people happy? Um, that's a very good question. I don't often think about it. And when I do, it takes me a while to look back and even realise I did something that others would say was a positive gesture. I mean, sure, I have friends. And when you're with friends for a long time, you don't even think about the good things you do. You might shout them lunch sometimes or do them a favour, but because you're there, your friends you see all the time, you often don't even realise you're doing positive gestures all the time. But aside from my close friends, I can't really think of anything. As much as I want to be, I'm not really somebody I think of as a charitable person or a person who consciously thinks I should be doing good things. I'm really just kind of a person who doesn't really do anything but it all depends on how much you analyse what you do for the people you do know. Thinking of like social connection and other people, uh, naturally we kind of fall into like social media as well and that's affected people's perceptions of happiness. How would you say has social media affected your perception of happiness? Well, okay, there's been some good sides but there's also been a lot of downsides. The good sides is, especially in today's day and age, where a lot of times you can think, okay, I enjoy this game or I enjoy this TV show or this pastime, and you think, I've got no one to share it with. Suddenly you go online and there's groups and pages and activities and people you can always talk to to discuss whatever just happened. That's the good side. You're never truly alone with the passions you have. The bad side is when we sometimes forget that social media comes through a filter. You see pictures of people, you see pictures of activities others are doing that looks like happiness but you've got to remember that's just a small part of their life that they're actively choosing to share so i will admit i've often been guilty of say looking at social media and viewing other people's lives and thinking oh i should be having that or oh i wish i had that and not really just enjoying what i have there's a lot of times where i'll scroll through things There's a lot of times where I will scroll past something, see it and think, oh, now I'm annoyed because I don't have what they have. But then that's the thing, I've got to learn to just ignore it because you can't hide yourself off from the world every time you see somebody you don't like or, well, not necessarily something you don't like, but something you do like but don't have. How would you aim to achieve enlightenment? Uh, Achieving happiness or enlightenment is something I've never been sure of how to do. Most people would tell me, I'll just let it come to you. But as I've said, I'm quite self-analyzing, which means I have the greatest problem of it. I've spent the past seven years contemplating to myself, okay, how do I get what I want? I'm this old and plenty of other people have the things I think I want. And it's not particularly a difficult or complicated task, But in my mind, it's one of the most complicated things in the world, processing emotions, processing my own happiness, and processing the things that lead to social connections can be a lot more difficult because I self-analyze. Whereas people who don't really think about things, while sure they might have problems in other more complicated areas of life, they actually flourish in the social areas of life. 
Is there any advice that you would give to other young people on how to be happy or you know tips and tricks that you have yourself that you found work to be happy? I'm not really sure of what advice to give other than remember the people you do have and if for whatever reason you think you don't have happiness odds are you probably do have at least some happiness but it's also not it's also a good thing if you're aware of that you're lacking some happiness because that means you have self-awareness of what you do want only by recognizing what you do want can you then go out and achieve it how to achieve it that's a lot more of a complicated task and Sadly, it's a unique thing that only you can figure out, which I understand is the worst question anyone wants to hear. And that was Mini Valley's Travelling Podcast. Stay tuned to hear from more people in Mini Valley and their thoughts on happiness. Thank you to Dylan for coming down to the recording studio and making a podcast with us. We'd like to thank Paul Waxman and the rest of Sin Media for editing and producing this series.